I'm Albany Irvin, your host for Facet Nation, an exciting podcast that gives you an insider's look into the brilliant world of jewelry. Last time we had Ann Grimmett. She's the vice president of merchandising from Jared. And we were having so much fun that I begged and pleaded with a cherry on top for her to come back because we had many questions. Thank you for finding us on social. Thank you for contributing. This is about really kind of demystifying the world of jewelry and understanding how it works from an insider's perspective. Anne is the vice president of Jared. And I felt like this was a big, important conversation because Jared is one of the largest retail brands in all of North America. So when you think about the volume of pieces and styles and responsibilities that she has, she was really great at providing us the inside scoop. And thank you for coming back. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here again. I love chatting with you last time. Well, we loved having you. And I know that you told us last time you were knee deep into shopping for the holiday season. So let's just start there for a minute. It's May, barely. And you're already shopping for what we're going to be shopping for at holiday. Yes, <laughs> we are, which is so interesting, right? You feel like you've barely come up for, for breath from the last holiday, but as it goes, we have to be thinking about it ahead of time, make sure that we can get enough of the amazing styles that we're going to bring to you in our stores and on our website. So that's really interesting when you say get enough, because in the world of post-pandemic and shipping delays and being able to access stuff, you know, whatever that stuff is. You guys are one of the largest retail specialty brands out there. When you're trying to get all of this stuff, where do you start? I mean, that just seems a little bit overwhelming. So I'd love to hear kind of your process and how do you know what to buy for the holidays? Well, the, the process is really fun. I mean, honestly, I, I enjoy doing this. I've been, I've been working in retail for a really long time and I just love the process of bringing things to customers that they want. Because if you walk in the store and there's nothing you want, then neither of us um, are having a very good day. So, you know, we start by looking at information, looking at insights, what's going on out there? What are the big trends that we're seeing, uh, whether it's from a trade show or on a runway, in a magazine, from our great partners that we work with? Um, look for all those trends. And then match that up with what's selling in our stores and figure out how do we turn that into new things people are going to be excited about. But it always, always, always is about the customer. It's about what people want and mm -hmm. thinking about what they want and how we can bring it to them in new and exciting ways that are going to make them want to come back to the store. You know, for me as a style influencer and a jewelry expert, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit mm -hmm. here because style and personality and lifestyle you know, play a big role in your personal jewelry selections, but also when you're shopping for others. And you mentioned trends. I'm hesitant to use the word trend when I'm talking about fine couture jewelry, mm -hmm. because I mean, it's a noble metal. These are precious gemstones. So I'll call them themes, if you will, <laughs> because I will say gold never goes out of style. Gold is not a trend. And, and that's just, you know, me, but I'd like to talk about the four or five things that we saw on the runways in Milan at, at Vicenza. Some of the things we're hearing about from JCK, which is the largest North American jewelry show that's happening in Vegas. And maybe you can kind of give me some insights on how you as the merchandiser for Jared interprets them going kind of from runway to real world. Can we do that? Yeah, absolutely. 
So one of the things, and I, I love to play on words, it's called silver linings, and we're seeing some white metals. How is that being interpreted for North American purchasers and in general, as you select things for holiday? One thing I have to always keep in mind is that the person who's shopping at Jared, they really love to give gifts, mm-hmm. particularly romantic gifts. Um, but they think that everything is a, is a reason to celebrate in a big way. So they want to give, um, you know, sometimes some extravagant gifts. Of course, there's a range, but we like to bring things that they're going to be really excited about. So of course, there's amazing things we can do with silver, but we also look at white gold, 14 karat white gold, and how that can be utilized in many pieces and platinum. Yes. We've seen platinum really seeing um, a big lift in our business, both in bridal and in fashion, which is interesting because I would have thought of it before as more of a bridal trend, but we're seeing it across the board. I love that you're giving us so many options because, you know, whether you're getting started or you're adding to your collection or you're looking for what I'll call a classic seven day a week piece or more of a fashion trendy piece, the selection that I saw when I visited a couple of stores locally and when I looked at your website was amazing. I mean, it really was. And I'll go ahead and give you a heads up. I was in one of my local stores and I was beyond pleased at how helpful and knowledgeable the staff was there. Because, you know, if you go in and you're not really sure where to start, it's nice to have somebody who has a clue being your partner. And that was great. Oh my gosh. They know so much. I I think they are one of the most amazing groups of people. Our jewelry consultants are so knowledgeable. And the best part is that they're knowledgeable about the products and they're knowledgeable about the customers coming through their doors. They're Mm. friends, right? They're having conversations. They're celebrating the important moments in each other's lives. They know so much when people come in, they give hugs. I mean, they really do know each other. So to be able to pair that knowledge of the guests with the knowledge of the product really makes the experience so much better for our consumers. I agree. I will say this, when we talk a little bit about the icy white hot metals, they're very light reflective. They play well with diamonds. We love diamonds, but they also are great as standalones. And that was one of the other trends. So we saw silver linings. We also saw things called linked up. I feel like some of these themes or trends are also pulling us out of pandemics. It's giving us a little hope and a foundation for the future, but the links were all about chains And I'll go ahead and stop the presses. We touched on this last episode a little bit, but we're seeing these bold, chunky, recognizable links for men and women, for Mm -hmm. teenagers and those of us that don't want to talk about how old we are. (laughs) So what are you seeing in that as far as real world style goes? And maybe what will we see come holiday season? Yeah, I think that you're going to see a lot of Cubans out there, Cubans, Curbs, Miami Cubans in all different uh, sizes, right, and gauges. So you're going to see the ones that look really chunky. You're going to see the ones that are really fine and everything in between different lengths as well, shorter, longer. You can see chains that might have traditionally looked like they were for men that women are wearing and vice versa. It's really a unisex jewelry trend change. Love it. It doesn't matter which one is for which. So last year we saw quite a bit of paperclip. Am I hearing that the Cuban and Miami Cuban are the it links this year? Well, I think they are the it links, but you do not see paperclip going away. I mean, people have done every iteration of a paperclip that you can imagine. 
I, I love that. If I've seen one paperclip, I've seen a thousand paperclips, they're everywhere and they look great. Right. And you can add, you can add pendants to change them up. You can stack them and layer them and do multiple paperclips and they go, well, you could do a Cuban with a paperclip and add on other links on top of it. Oh my goodness. That's exactly what I was about to say. I think one of the most fun things for me as a jewelry influencer is the ability to make a bespoke look because you truly can't get it wrong. We're seeing that heavy metal trend where you're, you can mix the colors of your metal. You can do a Singapore with a bead with a Miami and follow it up with a paperclip. You can turn your paperclip into a lariat. And that's really where it gets so much fun. When you give one piece of jewelry and it can do five things. I call that PPW. That's my price per wear goes up and the value is skyrocketing in my jewelry box because you get so many options on a true investment piece. We hear about investment dressing, but seriously, Anne, gold and silver and platinum are traded on the stock exchange every day. So I don't think there's any better investment than fine precious metals. Yep. And I think what's also really great, just as you were talking, I was thinking about with the different links, you get the the light reflecting off them in different ways, yes. right? So they shine differently. And we love chains from Italy. I mean, that is the gold standard, so to speak. Um, so love Italian chains and the kinds of cutting that they can do there and the diamond cutting that they can mm-hmm. add onto the jewelry, you get just such beautiful reflection of the light. I mean, it looks like you're wearing a piece with diamonds in some cases, really, really dress up a look um, just by wearing a gold chain. And no passport required. You're bringing all of those Italian designers directly to us. You know, I think that's something that's interesting when you have the appeal of that local mom and pop. I know everybody in the store feel, but yet as one of the largest jewelry retailers in North America, you really have access to bring us pieces that we may not otherwise have been able to achieve or see or even know about. For you as the vice president of merchandising, you know how much time do you spend overseas and researching to be able to bring us those pieces that are relevant? Yeah, I spend a lot of time with our suppliers. So sometimes that's here domestically, spend time in Italy, spend time in Hong Kong, traveling around to see what is going to be the hottest trends, right? So by by looking at the different trade shows, you see what everyone's bringing to the forefront. And you can see what are those themes that continue to emerge. And you were mentioning some of those, those themes earlier, speaking about Vicenza and JCK coming up. And, and you start to see the patterns and you realize yeah. these are going to be the big hot trends. We want to make sure that we're capturing those for our guests. You mentioned Hong Kong. For me, when I go to Hong Kong with the jewelry industry, it's all about gemstones. And one of the things or the themes that we're seeing this year for 2022 is called Color Q. Big, bold gemstones. Bold, unexpected color combinations. Are you seeing that for holiday this year as well? And is there a gemstone that you've got your eye on? Absolutely. The size and that bold look that you're talking about, I think is really important. The guests have told us that's what they want. Um, they want to be able to re- wear a really big piece. There's so many trends, depending on you, right? It's all personal to you as to what's important, but we do see the trend in amethyst. We know kind of that color of the year. Um, very look. Perry. Yes, very Perry. Um, so, so we are seeing that trend. I think also just some of these special unique gemstones. So what are the versions that feel more unique, right? You can take an opal and you can have 
multiple different looks that are so different, but it's the same stone. And I think that's really special to bring something to your jewelry box that may not be in everyone else's jewelry box. So I'll go ahead and give you a cyber pat on the back for just half a second, because one of the things that consumers, sometimes we go into a store and we think, I love it. That looks great. But we don't think about, and your team has done incredibly well is color matching. Because in case you didn't know, you can't call up mother nature and say, I'd like two A <laughs> and two B in a color saturation. You know, so the ability for you guys to match up tennis style necklaces or a suite where you get earrings and necklace and a bracelet and the amethysts have the same saturation, the citrines have that same luminosity. There is a lot of forethought and very particular determination to get those kinds of stones. The quality that I'm seeing out there is unsurpassed. So how does that work? Because again, sometimes as a consumer, we just go, oh, that's great. But Mm -hmm. you guys, you spend a lot of time working on that. Absolutely. I mean, if you're going to be investing money into your jewelry, then you deserve to get the very best quality. We have very high quality standards and you have to, you have to work with the suppliers to set very tight ranges on what's going to be acceptable and make sure that it works together and it goes together. I mean, like you said, it's mother nature. So there's going to be some of those little differences are, are really actually nice to see but it all needs to go together overall. And the same goes for metals because yellow gold is not the same everywhere you go. And really making sure that you have a standard that matches across the board and it's the right quality is really, really important. I remember the first time working with the World Gold Council. And yes, there is actually a World Gold (laughs) Council. They have a standard for purity They also have a standard for color and you're right. Like if you've ever looked at a piece of gold and you think, Ooh, that looks a little wimpy. And then you see a piece that's, you know, a deep saturated, rich, buttery undertone. I so appreciate that you as the vice president of merchandising have really kind of given an edict, if you will, to your team to bring quality in a world where you don't always know what you get. It's nice. And it's comforting as a consumer because yes, I'm an influencer, but also a consumer to know that you've curated a level of quality, you've double-checked the standards, and it really does give peace of mind. And, you know, when we're gifting jewelry, we want it to be beautiful. We want it to be special and showy. And it's nice to know that we've got a partner when we walk into a store that can help us do that. Yeah. I mean, that's, we want people to feel confident in what they're purchasing. You should feel confident in what you're purchasing. There's not going to be something weird mixed in. That's not, it's not real. It's all going to be genuine and you can, we stand by what we're selling to people. So we, we were going through the trends. We had hit silver linings. We hit linked up fringe benefits is one. And when you hear fringe benefits, I saw the, I was in your store the other day. I saw some earrings that had some fringe. I also saw some Y necks or some lariats. How is that going to interpret? And maybe even it's just drop earrings or a tennis earring. What are you seeing in that realm that we might see in the stores and around the holiday season? The thing that interests me most on this trend is the movement within the jewelry, right? So you you especially see it in earrings and some of those um, types of earrings, the tennis earring, where you get that nice movement. I think it's very intriguing to people. You get the same thing with a Y-neck or a lariat. It just has, we say it has nice movement to it. And I think that's where we would see some of the items from a trend perspective coming in. It's not going to be the biggest trend necessarily of everything we see, but it just gives it, it takes a classic and gives it a twist. 
And that's really an interesting thing, I think, for people to gift and to receive. I love to hear you say that because as I talked to some jewelry and fashion editors out there, one of their perspectives on why it was so important was because so much of us are still spending screen time, whether it's FaceTiming across the miles or you're still going to work via Zoom or Teams or Skype or whatever it is you're doing. We're trying to sparkle on screens that are about two inches. So that movement, whether it's the beautiful luminosity of the metal or the light play from facets of gemstones or diamonds, it really does make a difference and it allows your personality to shine through. I mean, when you put together a wardrobe of jewelry, which I call it my core four, that's your earrings, your necklace, your bracelet, your rings, you know, you and I could each pick totally different core four pieces and it tells a story. And then you think, okay, about going from day to date, even just switching out your earrings makes all the difference in the way you express your personal style. Yeah, it absolutely does. It just takes you from, you could be wearing the most basic clothes, have basic hair, basic makeup, and you put on jewelry and it takes it up a level and it's just fun. I mean, who doesn't love playing with jewelry? So being able to have pieces that do different things and the light reflects differently in it and it has different movement and it provides a different silhouette amongst the other pieces. It's just, it freshens up what can be otherwise just an everyday look. You know, I, I say that you can often reinvent your closet. Um, you can't fake gold jewelry. You can't fake fine jewelry. And so if you're going to do some investment dressing, if you're building out a wardrobe or if you're thinking, okay, I remember getting out of college and and thinking to myself, I need to have big girl clothes. Well, oftentimes it's your accessories that make all the difference in the world and they lead the room. And we we mentioned this last time, you know, you, you buy or invest that Uh, designer handbag, but it goes in your desk drawer or you leave it in your car, your earrings and your necklace and your bracelet walk around rooms with you and it tells a story. But one of my favorite stories came from a body language expert who was sharing that women should wear a bolder, larger bracelet on their right wrist because we shake hands with our right wrist. And that is a symbol of confidence. And, you know, think about it. Men often wear one big, bold piece of jewelry, a watch, you know, and they, you know, they're, they're seen as powerful and authority figures. But for women, if we wear, you know, a big, bold piece on our right wrist, that's the one that you extend to shake hands with. It's the one that you wave across the room with. It's the glass drinking, you know, when you pick up your tea or wine. So that's a fun one too, that there's a lot of visual interpretation. Your body and your accessories tell a lot about you before you even open your mouth. Yeah. And I, I love that. It's, I think jewelry is a piece that people comment on, right? The the second they see you, they ask a question. Oh, what is that stone? Where did you get that? That's so interesting. Tell me more about that. I 100% agree with the body language expert. I also just, as you were talking, I was thinking about bold bracelets and bangles and how much they're, you know, we're seeing in those bolder bracelets, which Mm -hmm. I love. I love stacking bracelets. I love the sound when it touches the table and, you know, just playing around with it. And I think it just kind of is, you can constantly look at it and just be reminded of how amazing your jewelry is. Well, and you know, it's okay. So I love what you just said. You can look at it. Earrings and necklaces, unless you're taking selfies all day or you're hanging out in the bathroom mirror, you don't always see those. Once you put them on, they're done. But if you're looking to invest in a piece that reminds you of something every day, I always suggest that you pick up a ring or a bracelet because whether you're emptying the dishwasher, changing a diaper, texting, typing, whatever, driving, you see that piece every day. And it is 
often a pick me up in my family. If we want to, if we're thinking about somebody that's having a bad day or they're sick or wanting to pray for that person, we always take our watch and move it from the left arm to the right arm. Cause every time you see it throughout the day, you remember it. Mm. So if you're looking to gift something this season, Anne is right. Big, bold, chunky bracelets are hot, hot, hot. But think about what it is that you want that recipient to remember. Maybe it's a mantra. Maybe it's meaningful, like a cross or a birthstone. But I think that bracelets and rings are one of those items that really allow you to enjoy the piece all day, every day, because you see it so often. Yeah, I agree with you. I actually have a couple of bracelets in my collection that that I think about and that come to mind when you talk about that, you know, I have a bracelet, a sapphire bracelet for my wedding day that my husband gave me as my um, gift right before we got married. And then I have another opal bracelet that was for my daughter's birth. And I just, I love those pieces just, and I can put one of those on and it just makes me smile when I see it. I haven't met your husband, but I'd like to give him a big fat high five because I'm listening to all the jewelry he buys you. And I think this is fantastic. It's a match made in heaven. You know, speaking about husbands giving uh, jewelry, you can't get past the pop culture. We've all seen, you know, the, the Benefer JLo, you know, new green diamond. Oh my. Um, oh my word, where to start. I, I, I got to ask you as somebody that is in the business and that you buy for real world people. Mm-hmm. Are we seeing a trend towards fancy colored diamonds? Are there certain cuts that you're seeing? What what can we expect? Yes, I think fancy is a, is uh, the right word because we're seeing what are called fancy shapes and also somewhat in fancy colors. I would say green a green diamond is something that for most people that are probably listening right now, it it might not come into into play for them. They're just so, so rare and at a really, really high price. But you may see more yellow diamonds or pink diamonds or blue diamonds. Chocolate. Chocolate diamonds. If you get into the world of lab created, even some of those colors become a little bit more affordable for you in the world of diamonds. But it's definitely out there. I do think what we're seeing even more of is the fancy shape. So in a in a classic white diamond, we're definitely seeing better color, better clarity coming into play. So really great looking diamonds. We're seeing, you know, it started, I would say, with ovals. Princesses have always sold in addition to rounds, but started seeing ovals, those elongated shapes that make them look bigger than they are, right? Because they take up more real estate on your finger because right. of the length. So ovals seeing marquees come into play now, uh, which is interesting because that, you know, that's kind of a cyclical trend, uh, emeralds, cushion cuts, all of the different fancy shapes are, are really on trend. And then size of diamonds, yeah. we're seeing a bit bigger and bigger as far as what consumers are interested in. You know, and when we think about diamonds, cause we've now, you know, gone from fashion to, you know, beyond bridal again, because diamonds are becoming studs and tennis bracelets mm-hmm. and pendants. The size, when you hear about that, it's it's really weight. We've got carrot, clarity, cut, color. So the cuts are those fancy cuts you're talking about, like the princess and the marquee and the rounds. The color, I see a lot of near colorless stones in your stores and on your website, when it comes to carrot and clarity, can we talk a little bit about that when you're determining, let's say a stud earring, Mm -hmm. when you're looking at things like that, how important is that in your decision-making process? Well, I think most customers, this is, this is generalizing a bit, but 
they want the biggest stone they can get for their budget. Okay. So if they kind of know how much they want to spend, most of them want to get a big size, right? Because that's going to show up the most on their body. Sometimes clarity becomes a little less important for a lot of people, right? If they can get a stone that is a, a big size mm-hmm. and they can get a color that is really nice, right? That gets, you know, we say colorless or near colorless. Sometimes if there's little things within the diamond, you're not going to see them a lot of times, especially if you're talking about stud earrings. If there's, we call them inclusions or small little, you know, you might see it under a microscope, little discolorations or, or inclusions. It's not as important to you as being able to get that size and being able right. to have a nice color diamond. Well, listen, I call it the personality points because you would never look at some of these world famous supermodels and tell them not to have their beauty mark. So uh, I love the fact that you have such a wide variety of choices and selection. But one of the other things, and I'll again just throw it out there because I hear it from some of our folks on social, and I, you know, you hear the rumblings. How do you know you're getting what I'll call as a safe diamond, something that's conflict free. How do you feel about that when you're sourcing stones? And, you know, how does a customer feel peace of mind when they're picking up a stone like that? I can speak for Jared, of course, that all of our diamonds are conflict free. We only work with um, suppliers that, that will provide that certification. We know that it is, you're, you're getting the best of the best conflict-free. Of course, then there's lab created where, you know, we're creating that in a lab. So you certainly don't have to worry about anything um, in that regard, but all of the stones, you know, if you're buying an engagement ring, they're going to be certified with that certification. If you're buying jewelry, um, we we know that we're working with sources that are always going to be, you know, RJC, we, that's the Responsible Jewelry Council. They're all RJC certified and wow. we make sure we're bringing you only the best. Okay. I have to tell you right now, that is so much peace of mind to know that they're conflict-free, to know that they're certified. You know, when you start to think of all the things you're supposed to think about when you're buying a piece of diamond jewelry for yourself or for someone else, it again is so nice to know that you have a partner and that somebody can help do that. All right. So let's, let's put you on the, on the spot a little bit again, because we love to do that. If I have you here, I want those insider secrets. What kind of new products or are there going to, or is there going to be a theme in silhouettes that we're going to see for jewelry in holiday 2022? Oh, you'd like, you do like to give me the hard questions, but in some ways it's such an easy question, but in other ways it's hard because there's so many different things that are going to appeal to, to different people. You know, when I think about the biggest things that people are going to see when they um, walk into our store and probably many stores, they're going to see yellow gold. They're going to see lab created diamonds and they're going to see men's jewelry. Those are three things that I think are going to stand out in a big way. And there's going to be pieces within that that are they're really important. We talked about the fancy diamonds um, that comes into play in bridal and in fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're doing mixed mixed stone shapes in fashion, I think is still really on trend. Where you might be doing rounds and baguettes, or you could be doing emeralds and princess. I mean, you could be doing any kind of mix, sure. and creating really fun pieces. Tennis necks tennis bracelets. I mean, that sounds really classic, but I think tennis necks are back and um, I agree. And we're seeing a real resurgence there. I love that you're saying men's jewelry um, because there's a little bit of a borrowed from the boys feel as well, because we're getting some of those bigger, bolder pieces in the Mm -hmm. women's department or 
if it's husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend, and you want to share that piece, that 20 inch necklace is going to look good on him and on her, or you may take his 22 and layer it with yours. And there's something fun about that layering and stacking, but there was one other borrowed from the boys, if you will, piece that I've, I've seen at Vicenza and in some of the JCK information. And it's the resurgence of the signet ring. I'm seeing those big, bold, but it goes back to that yellow gold you're talking about. I love that you can engrave it. I love that you can do it with stones or without, but it's those big, bold, chunky pieces that I'm seeing. Are you seeing the same? Yes. I think that while some people are always going to want a little bit more of a delicate and refined look, we're, we're coming back a little bit away from that. I think we saw it going more there and now people want statement jewelry. Yes. They want people to know that, that that in some cases it's that they could afford this big piece. In some cases, it's just that they want to make a fashion statement and they want to be able to dress up. I also find that people want to invest in real jewelry. They want that carat weight. They want gold. They want platinum. They want something that has an intrinsic value. And when you think about gold and silver and platinum as being a commodity, noble metals that are traded every single day on the stock exchange, that is true investment dressing. That is knowing that you are really making a wise purchase. And I love that you have so many offerings, whether you want that delicate piece, like you mentioned, or the big, bold piece. I do find that there's something for everyone and there's a way for everybody to jump into the jewelry game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just thinking about investment pieces. I mean, I, I would rather have a gold chain on my neck than a gold bar in a safe. Yes. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I totally agree because you see all those little bar graphs and charts and you hear about stocks. I'd rather wear mine. I'd rather wear my investment. But I, you know, we talk a little bit about pieces that are important to us. I want you to stop and think whether you're listening in your car or at the gym or at your house and you're cleaning. Did you buy a high school or college senior ring? And if you did, are you still wearing it? You know, when my daughter, when my oldest daughter um, was, in, was in high school, she got the little brochure about a senior ring and I'm looking at it from someone, from the standpoint of someone in the jewelry industry. And I'm thinking, heck no, a thousand dollars for mystery metal. She's never going to wear it again. And I said, you know what, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you a budget and we're going to go to the jewelry store and you're going to pick something out. And I can tell you all these years later, she's still wearing that piece of jewelry that we bought as her senior ring alternative, but jewelry that is made from quality materials with quality stones lasts a lifetime. And it becomes a legacy piece that tells a story. Yes. As you're saying that, I wish my mom might've taken me to buy a different piece besides my class ring from high school, because at the time it was great, but I have it. I'm not wearing it really, except for if I want to have a nostalgia moment. But um, I think picking pieces that are, that are more timeless and that can go with lots of things, are, it's, it's just so important. And if you can pick a piece of jewelry that you're going to wear today, or you're going to wear in 50 years, I mean, Think of how amazing that is. You have nothing else in your life that you're still wearing yeah. 50 years from now. Yeah. So I want to ask you this question too. Many times we think of going into a jewelry store, going to the third floor of that fancy place as, okay, it's that big momentous occasion. We're getting married. It's an anniversary. It's a baby. Is there an opportunity for someone that's just starting out in jewelry to make a fashion purchase or something that's less expensive and still get a quality piece of jewelry in one of your stores? Yes. The, the short answer to that is yes. There's pieces for everyone. 
I, I truly believe that. I think you can you can invest in fine jewelry at many different budget, many different experience levels. You know, you could come in and get, think of like a, a stacking ring, right? So you can get a really beautiful little diamond band and it's not a huge investment and it's a beautiful piece that you can start to wear. And then all of a sudden you say, oh, I need another one to put on with that. Or you can get a fun pair of, you know, gold hoops, right? You don't have to get huge gold hoops. You can just get a really nice pair of 14 karat gold hoops that you're going to be able to wear forever. Um, You could get a a gold chain that you could add pendants onto later. There's, there's so many options to start, right? You've got to start somewhere. I love that. You're never going to have a, a jewelry wardrobe if you don't start with one piece. Well, that's the one thing I, you, you wish your mom took you to a jewelry store for your senior ring. I wish somebody told me to not go to those, those home jewelry parties and buy mystery metal, because I am so embarrassed to think about the amount of money I wasted on mystery metal or throwaway or fashion pieces. I agree with you. There's always a place to start and invest in yourself. Wait, get that piece that really is high quality and it's going to last a lifetime. And thank you so much for joining us yet again. Of course, you've piqued my interest. I want to talk more about Lab Created. I want to talk about other trends. I do hope we can pencil you in for another visit at a different time. And keep us in mind when you're doing all of this holiday shopping, if you get any tips or tricks, send us a note on social media so we can play along the way. 100%. You'll be the first one I tell. I love it. Well, Anne, thank you again for joining us. Anne is the Vice President of Merchandising at Jared. I'm sure if you have any questions for her, you can find her on social media and do find us as well. Let us know what you're thinking. Is there something you're shopping for? Is there an insider secret that you want answered? I'm Albany Irvin, your host for Facet Nation. We are going to bring you the insider's look and a behind the velvet rope approach, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>